Yeah, what we were saying, Aldrin, is that we have uh, got three phases. We are done with phase one, we are 90% done with phase two, and we'll be doing phase three after that. Yeah, and the first three phases, what are those? Well, it, it, it's in terms of the money that are involved. The first phase was where we were looking at uh, investigation into grant funding, and, and the second phase is also an, an extension of that. Which, which has got uh, more than 200 uh, million rent that, that was involved. And then the third phase is big up contracts which are about uh, 900 million uh, uh, worth. Yeah. Speak to us then about um, the investigation leading you back again uh, to Ms. Peto. Yes, we were doing this investigation and we came across a company uh, that was... Um, involved and then we found that that company got uh, an amount of five million rent uh, and with that five million rent the majority of the money was distributed to Peripetro's company and uh, the sister's company and a company belonging to Tula Cindy mm-hmm. got about 140,000 rent. Therefore, all in all, this was supposed to be used for a chicken farm but it ended up being in people's bank accounts and different accounts that are belonging to companies that are belonging to Teripeto, her sister, and Tula Cindy. Yeah. With uh, Tula Cindy, were you able to establish what that money was for, the 140000 The principle in this one is not even specific for anyone. We uh, This money, all of it, the $5 million was not used for the farm that they were talking about. This farm was bought by uh, Professor Nebutanda, who uh, and then given to the sister to Teripeto as, as a guide. And therefore, all this money was not given, was not used for the purposes of this farm. Okay. Um, and then the farm that you speak about, the one that was bought by um, the former chairperson, um, were you able to establish where the former chairperson got the money from to buy that particular farm? Not at the moment, because with him, there are so many things that were were, were done uh, with many other uh, NPOs. Therefore, he would, he would always have money. I think you uh, remember that he, with him, he had bought a Rolls Royce with the money. He had bought a 33 million rent worth of the house with that money from the lottery. Therefore, it was not something that we are amazed about. Mm-hmm. And I see also with um, the money that was received by the Presley Chenuachai Foundation um, that some of that money also went to the former chairperson. Definitely. Uh, that one, the application was done by the SAYR Youth Movement, South African Youth Movement, on behalf of, of the Presley Chenuachai Foundation. And then when the money arrived, some of the money was taken to the company that belongs to people related to the former COO, Mr. Lekwaba, and some of the money was then transferred to companies that are related to Professor Nebutan. Yeah, and the son-in-law as well. Yes. With uh, the Presley Chenyahai Foundation, um, were you able to establish how much money went to that foundation? All of that, uh, I think the contract was, uh, the, the funding was $15 million. And and so about three million went to Iron Bridge, which was the company that belongs to the former COO, 
and then just over a million plus went to Professor Nebuchadnezzar, which means the rest of the money remained with the foundation. Yeah, I see that um, in your in, in, in the poster that uh, you've posted on X, you indicate that there were flyers and posters that were made to promote the Taking Back the Future musical and auditions. Did those auditions even happen? As far as the information we have, it never happened. That never happened? Okay. Um, then there is the issue relating then to the um, the former the former board member of um, of the NLC, Advocate William Ma- Matiena Yuma. What is he accused of? Yeah, with Advocate Yuma, um, what happened was the company was created, and it was uh, uh, run by a niece, uh, the niece of of, of, of uh, Advocate Yuma at the time when Advocate Yuma was still a member of the board of the NLC. And then they then requested for money. They were saying it was for a chicken farm again. They like this chicken farm. It was for a chicken farm again. And that was going to help the Marikana widows. That was what it was intended to do. But ultimately, when he resigned from the NLC after there were allegations against him, he then, on that particular day, the niece resigned from that company and he took over the, the company. Yes, he continued to build the, the chicken farm because now he was in charge of the chicken farm. But ultimately, when we went now recently, the chicken farm is now dilapidated because they are there now not looked after it. Yeah. And in that particular case, uh, the SRU makes reference to an NPO that was hijacked. How does one hijack an NPO? Yes, what they do when they hijack an NPO, either in two ways, where they go onto an NPO and change the directions of that NPO and the bank details so that it then works to them. That can happen either with the consent of the owner of the NPO or without consent. They do it either way, but they just take it and start functioning with it because they know that it doesn't have their names on it. Mm-hmm. And in this particular case, were you able to establish if the women in Marikana were involved in um, consenting that uh, the NPO be hijacked? From where we are sitting, uh, it doesn't look like they are. They were aware because if this was the exchange of the ownership went from the niece to advocate Uma directly. Therefore, we don't see at any point where these women were involved in this transaction. And not to show whether they've received any payments? We're not sure of it. Okay. Any criminal charges or further investigations that are being uh, preferred on some of these um, accused? Yeah, where, where we found criminality, we have already sent that through the NPA. The NPA was also in the meeting and they were saying that they are putting more resources on this matter and they are taking all those matters seriously so that they can be uh, criminally charged. Okay, and of all the money that has been used in your investigation, are you able to say how much has been recovered, including the money that the proceeds from um, properties and assets that have been auctioned off? Yeah, in most, most of the money has not been recovered as yet. The only amount that has been recovered is 3.9 million. And the reason why the others are not recovered as yet, it is because most of those houses are still freezed and we've got interlocutory applications that are delaying us because those people are fighting back and then that's where we are now but ultimately we free those we cannot use them until these matters are finalized and those houses 
cars that we have. I think that at the moment, the asset forfeiture unit is talking about 343 million worth of assets that have been that have been uh, freezed.